this is me luna moon waking up it's a buen dia's part of me i hope it's going to be a buen dia's part of you too as in i hope it's going to be a really good morning for you because it's a good morning for me i just woke up and i feel absolutely great even though i had some trouble sleeping last night i want to just say you know thank you universe for the opportunity to be here and for the opportunity to share what I've been learning with others. So how did I wake up in such a great mood today despite what mood I might have had yesterday despite what have happened what what is happening a good day came my way and I'm embracing it. A good day for me is any day that I crack my eyelids so let's start there. This is that mental math that I like to talk about. When everyone is ready, think about it like this. Today I get to wake up and deal with the world. Today I get to wake up and deal with myself. Or today I get to learn more about my fellow human beings. Today I get to learn more about me. And most importantly, I get to grow. Because that's really what it is. Working with people, talking with people, and learning how to communicate. It's really just growth. It's human growth, but it's the kind of growth that one needs to do in order to move on into the next phase of their life if that's where they're trying to go. And so that's where I'm at. Anyways, what is my main objective in sharing this message? Well, my main objective in sharing this message is be a little Jesus-like today. I'm not saying believe in Jesus. I'm not saying love Jesus. I'm not saying live for Jesus. I'm just saying take a note, take a lesson from his book. Because here's one thing that I like to take as an analogy instead of as something literal. Did Christ literally get crucified? As far as I know, as far as we know, right? It was a little crucifixion, something that the Romans are famous for. Man, everybody's got some Romans in their life. Everybody's got those Romans. Tell me you don't have those Romans. I mean, the kind of Romans where you got to be like, I'm barbarian with my warrior and I'm a savage. Here I stand. Like, sometimes that's how I feel like I got to talk to my critics. Like, wait. Hello. Stop yourself. That's what I have to do sometimes. I have to be like, hello, stop myself because I want to be a barbarian. I don't want to be savage. Oof. And mm, guess who can't have it? Y'all can't have it. You can't have my mind acting crazy like that, getting upset and clapping back at somebody just because they have something negative to say. Because what happens when you start feeding negativity is it becomes a cycle of something in your life and it just gets on a roll and it can just get into a rampage. So, not me. Anywho, so I look at it like take a message out of Christ's book. He let the Romans come for him. He let the Romans snatch him up. Whatever he was doing, he got snatched the hell up. He got chained the hell up. He got shamed the hell up, and then he got put on a damn cross Mm, for everybody to see. Man, I swear I've been saying it. I feel like somebody crucified me. See, that's why I'm like, I'm not going back into my past all the way. Like, I got y'all here by talking about my past, didn't I? Oops, I tricked you. That's how life does you. Life says, here's what's going to happen. It's going to be one thing. Then you get there and you get used to that thing. And then all of a sudden, psh, skip. Why did I decide I wasn't going further in that? Because I can't change what happened in the past. 
All I can do is own the very worst parts of it, own every part of it, and say, guess what? It's mine. Doesn't matter to me, and I want to move on from it. And that's, again, the same thing that I get to say every single day. That's why it'll make you crazy if you don't really get this message that life is starting over for you every single day. And you get to decide, is today a day that I do something that matters to me? Like stand up to my Romans? Or is today a day where I just continue to live amongst the Romans and pretend to be one? Or better yet, is today a day where I am a Roman because... Right now, I'm not ready to deal with my own damn self. You know, my sister said something to me that really inspired me as well. She said, people can only meet you as far as they're willing to meet themselves. And I thought, whoa, that's big. That is big right there. It is a big idea to say, I can't meet you because I never said hello to me. I never said Who are you, person that's here? And that is real for some people. They don't know who they are. And that's scary too, because you don't just get to say, well, let me say this. You do do get to say whatever you want as far as what happens when you grow up. But one thing I want to say is if you just say I'm a grown up, if you just say I'm doing this, or if you just say I'm doing that, well, then you'll just be a Roman. Or maybe you'll be a heretic. You'll be one of those people that's being hysterical and critical and just completely hypocritical. And that, mm-mm, I don't want that either. So I'm giving heretics their shit back and I'm giving Romans their shit back. And I'm willing to take one of those lessons up out of the book of Jesus, whichever one that is. <laughs> See how that goes? <laughs> don't matter if I know the chapter or the verse or any of that. It's the message and the lesson that's most important here. I let the Romans come for me and I let anyone else come for me. But here's what I can't do. I can't let anybody crucify me. Not for any damn reason and not for any damn thing. I have already repented for whatever is mine. I've already said I'm ready to move forward from whatever has happened. And so that's what I decided to do. Nobody gets to pull me back onto a cross or to put me up on there. Now one thing that I do know is... The mental math that I have to do is recognizing that there's been some type of sacrifice made for me along the way. For me to get to this place right here where I can say, "Mm, it's okay for me to say how I feel and it's okay for me to own my truth. Somebody had to help me get to that point. So I look at that and I say, okay, well, if that's not going to be a higher being and if that's not going to be another human being, then... Who's got to be responsible for being that better person to live up to the help that I've received or to live up to the love that I've received? Or how about this? I don't owe anybody anything to live up to me, my standards, so that when I look back at my interactions, when I look back at where I go and what I do, I can feel good about it. See, because that is bigger than anything else. So point back to where I was at, back to the place where I was saying, let the Romans come for you. Because when the Romans come for you, instead of getting involved, you can go, "Mm, no, thank you. And when they try to put you on a cross, you can be like, nah, it's okay. Somebody already did that for me. Like, even if you don't believe it, somebody did already do it according to most people's belief in this country or be life. 
the lies of life that they like to live with themselves. We are saying it every single day. America, you know we lead the world in three things, guys. Here's where I go into these fun little talks where I talk about what I think is important about understanding these statistics. There are three things that America leads the world in. We say we're the best country in the whole world. We are the arrogant. That is, I call America the home of the arrogant and the ignorant. It happens. It's okay. I'm American too. I have to own this. But y'all, guess what? I don't get to stay here. That's why I travel. (laughs) That's why when people talk to me, they be like, wait, where are you? (laughs) Because they know I'm that one that'll be like, oh yeah, I'm sitting over here on this place at this space. And then you call me the next day and be like, oh, actually, I went over here. But no, y'all, I have to get in. And I have to talk about how we are the number three of leaders in three things. We have the most, the most of our own citizens incarcerated per capita. And I could go into that a little bit further, but if you're not sure about what that means, I would encourage you to go ask that 20-year-old Google Or maybe someone else that you know that's older that knows a little bit more about this. But per capita incarceration is number one in this country. We have more of our own citizens incarcerated than any other developed nation in the world. So imagine that we spend more time in this country locking people up, shutting people down, and telling people how they get to think, what they get to think, how they get to live, where they get to live, and how they get to behave because they don't follow the rules that our society says they should. And I could go even further into those statistics and talk about how the majority of these offenders are nonviolent, but that's okay. That's not important because that's not the message of my podcast today. The message of my podcast, getting back to the point, is to finish this so I can get to the end of it. (laughs) So that means I can't get lost there. So anyways, that's number one statistic. We lead the world in three things. One, the amount of citizens that we have locked up per capita. Hmm. Okay, now the second thing, this one is really fun, and this is why I said here we are the Romans of the modern day and age, y'all. Here we are, Americans. Number two, we have lead the world or led the world for the last however many years in the retention and the ascertaination, as in I have to assert the fact that it is an abomination. We have more weapons, more access to weapons, more access to war than any other country. Actually, we have more access to weapons and more access to war and more access to destructive military because we have the biggest military budget in the world. We have a bigger military budget than 26 of our allies combined. Do you understand that that makes us a monster war machine? We are the new Nazis of the world, if you really think about it. Why in the world do you need to have the ability to shut down the entire world with one button? Why Why does anyone need that? But hey, that's us. That's us Americans over here with the most money with more money than anyone else. And what do we want to do? We want to buy shiny toys that destroy things with that money. So yay for us. Here we are locking up our citizens and killing everybody else. And we don't understand why when we travel abroad, we might get mm, treated a little funky. Now, see, I don't, y'all. I ain't going to lie to you because what does a person like Luna do? See si, yo, habla espanol. Oh, francais? See si, yo. Yeah. 
I'll speak some Francais to you too. Why? Because when you go somewhere, you need to understand where the hell you're going. A ninja like me will get on a plane, but I'm not about to get on a plane and jump off in front of some Martians unless they're Americans. Because then I'm like, all right, Americans, we got to meet each other halfway. I got to deal with arrogance. irritating ignorance and so do you every single day so let's do it together no warning but when it comes to traveling abroad no stuff like that can get you killed you need to understand people's customs and people's culture before you go over to somebody other's country before you go over into somebody other's place before you go over into somebody other's face before you go and see somebody else here we go back get to yourself Get to yourself. Get to a self that understands how to be respectful of other people that are different from you. Again, back to the rant though, because we got to get back to these three main points so that I can close this out today. (laughs) Hopefully I can take y'all off at 15 minutes. That's what I'm going to try and do. Anyway, so back to the number three. This is the final thing. We are these three things. Highest defense budget, highest locking up our own people, and finally... The largest number of grown-ass MFers that believe in angels. (laughs) You gotta laugh at that. You mean to tell me a race full of bullies that want to lock everybody up and knock everything over also are the biggest I believe in Jesus nation, the biggest we want to be Christians nation, the biggest we gonna believe in angels and see angels and think they do miracles? Good. Because it's going to take a miracle to save this fucking country and the people inside of it. I swear it will. It's going to take a miracle to wake everybody up in this joint up. Because I swear we sleeping if we don't see the irony (laughs) and the hysterical nature of a situation like that. We are voting for living in and running a country that is locking people up, shooting people down, yet we're sitting here talking about hallelujah, amen. If y'all don't get y'all asses on a plane and get out to your head and start figuring out what's happening next to you and around you, woo child, sweet baby Jones. Anyways, let's not go there because this is why I got here. I got here to a place where I said I got to calm down yelling at people online. I got to calm down spouting out nasty national statistics and I got to ask myself how do I get these angel people on my side as in name somebody angel who's my son and as in marry somebody who might share a similar type of ideal. So I say these things to say that you know what people it does need to start off as a Christ-like mentality if we're living in America because Christ is going to be the only thing to say to people. Christ is going to be the only thing to keep me from getting murked in these streets when I start talking about this light that I want to show and share because if I start talking about this acting like it's me, guess what our country is going to do? They're going to extinguish my flame. They're going to say, uh-uh, she's dangerous. She's a revolutionary. We got to kill all the revolutionaries before the revolution ever gets an opportunity to be birthed again. And I'm going to say, guess what? You can't kill Jesus Christ, guys, because he already died. (laughs) Then they're going to be mad. They're going to be like, does she believe that? Doesn't matter. Because you can't kill a Jesus freak. Why? Because Jesus just keeps making more. So if you kill me, I'm going to be a martyr. Then there's going to be some more martyrs to follow me. And then you have a bigger problem than you already have. Because there's more people believing in Jesus. There's more people believing in angels. And there's more people wanting better for this world than there are people in jail. And then there are people that are willing to push buttons that are going to destroy everything for everybody. And see, that is exactly why we have to talk to people in the morning. As in, the people inside of our head. And as in, if you're going to lie to me and say, there's only one you, there's only one voice, there's 
only one choice that you make every single time something happens, then I'm going to believe you because I'm going to be like, oh, you're just like me. You realize that you yourself can have some different types of thoughts, but you started in the mirror and you went to the bottom, you went to the core. And what did Jesus maybe probably have to do in order to stand up for the entire world, in order to put himself out there on a damn cross, in order to watch the same people that came into the city and loved on him with olive branches and welcomed him and said, you're the best thing ever and watched him do miracles, sucked the life up out of him and sucked him dry. Sure did. Took over, took his life and took it over and decided it wasn't worth living because he wanted to preach about love. He wanted to talk about change through action. Oh no. Not just saying it, not just posting, I want to lose weight, not just posting, I want to make a difference, not just saying I'm thinking about going to school, actually getting up right now, pressing something off or pressing something on and saying, okay, it's time for me to wake up and do what I need to do to motivate myself. Let me start with this mirror talk. You know who else said that? Michael Jackson said it, but he didn't mean it because if he meant it, he would have been looking in the mirror saying, mm, there's something here that I'm not sure what's going on. And if he did do that, then psh, then we know why he went wrong, y'all. Because he knew something was going on and instead of trying to figure it out, he kept covering it up. And that's what we can't do. We can't look in our mirror and put on cover up and then say the nasty monster that we're allowing to live with us is going to not rear its ugly head. That Roman that we don't want to deal with is not going to poke somebody with a stick today. That judgmental heretic that we know is not going to look at somebody with a pull out their eye and say, get that pull out your eye when they got an entire freaking pole, backpack, speck, and some more shit hanging on them own damn self. As in, stop hanging on to every word that I have to say and start thinking, what do I think about this situation? What do I think about being Christ-like? As in, I don't have to believe in Jesus to understand that I'm living in a country that has more money to spend on killing and locking people up than we have to spend on taking care of each other and making ourselves better. Why in the world are all these people running away from America and going across the world to do something? Because across the world, they don't have institutions and systems set up to destroy everything around you. Because no one in these other countries has evolved enough to become a Roman. Not the way we are. Oh, there's some people that are similar. There's some Greeks out there. There's some There's some of those. There's some Spartans running around. Well, guess what? Sparta, in the terms of Greek mythology, in terms of, not even mythology, in terms of Greek history, the reason why 300 is so significant is because there were 300 people who took a stand against the entire hemisphere. They said, this is Sparta. And they were like, we're going to do. As in, we are not going to be molded into what everyone else around the world is being molded into. This is our country. This is our culture. This is our heritage. And we will fight blood, gore, whatever it takes. If it takes some rape, if it takes some ravage, if it takes some rampage, we will be successful. And we'll be the smallest little place because that's what Sparta was. In all of the provinces, Sparta was the smallest place, but it was a place with all the warriors, y'all. So maybe sometimes I say to myself, well, I'm a Spartan against these Romans. And it's not even saying that the Romans and the Spartans ever had to meet each other face to face, because if you want me to tell the truth about that, I can't. I don't know. That's not a research I ever thought about doing. Did the Romans and Spartans fight? 
didn't think about it didn't seem relevant to me why because one thing i do know about the romans is that rome and greece they succeeded each other as in they were able to live their own situation and continue to succeed next to each other whether they liked it or not because why the Greeks had their own philosophies and the Greeks had their own thoughts and the Greeks were able to say hey guess what mm, we're evolved we're not in a cave and we're not barbarians but we'd rather focus on our province right here doing this in the Mediterranean than jumping on horseback rolling around with a bunch of freaking golden eagles stabbing the shit out of everybody calling the whole world a barbarian and waiting for some crazy chick named Britannia 2,000 years later to get pissed off and start warring waiting on somebody named Spartacus to get pissed off from Thessalonia and start warring, waiting on Crixus to get pissed off and start getting with Crixus and start getting with Spartacus and start getting with all these other people and leaving these slave rebellions, taking out chunks of the Roman Empire. And that's what we have to do. If we look at our society like the Roman Empire, this is a place that wants to extinguish the light of everyone. Not just their citizens, because see, they already got you distracted. You on Caesar's coins. You're like Judas rubbing your fucking hands behind the backs of others. Like, over this money game that you got yourself complaining and thinking over. Over this money game that you got yourself tossed in turkles. As in tossed in a circle. Tossed in turkle. (laughs) Maybe you feel purple and you're looking like a little bit of an Urkel. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Because I've been there. And that's why I can say this. What was the entire point of this? What did I say this message started out as? Realizing where the hell you're at. Here we go back to my main point. Get to a point where you start your day in the mirror and you say, you know what? I'm royalty. Period. When you can say that and not have to argue with that, look at yourself and say, I'm royalty. Because you are. Especially if you took the time to sit up and listen to somebody like me talk about all of this for all this time because only royalty can stand to listen to something. Royalty must listen. That's why I say if you're listening, you're glistening. I say that to my kids all the time. People will hear me and be like, she's going crazy. No, I'm not. I'm putting things into a language that people can understand because we're too distracted by our words these days. We're too busy looking for the right freaking fit to words instead of the right fit for the situation what situation is happening I was in a situation recently where everybody that was there that was supposedly calling themselves qualified to help couldn't figure out how to do that they couldn't figure out how to do their own motherfucking job they looking at me to tell them how to do their job are you serious and they'll do this to you all the time Police will do this to you and so will doctors. And this might be who I'm talking about. I'm not going to be specific though. I'm just going to say it could be. This could be a scenario right here. Here you guys are with all these fancy ass machines. Here you are with all of these policies and regulations. And here you are with all of these toys that can really put a person down forever. And none of y'all know how to use this shit properly. None of y'all know how to stop and use your fucking ears. The two things that are going to be the most useful for you. In any type of situation where you have people acting the effing fool, the most important thing for you to be able to do in a foolish situation is hear. Hear the difference between who's being foolish, what's being foolish, what's going on, and how do you remove yourself from becoming a part of the foolish-ass situation. Like one person in that equation did. That one person in that equation, oops, there goes my baby. Guess who's not mad about their kid waking up? Me. Because not only is my mom sitting next to him, but guess what else? I'm sitting here ready 
ready to face my day because I came backstage with y'all and I talked about all the stuff that was on the top of my head, all the stuff that I dreamed about, all of the stuff that I was like, I have a dream and Luna needs to share it. (laughs) I came and did that. I came and I shared that dream with y'all. I have a dream that one day we all wake up and realize that maybe we might be part of a system that's a little Roman here. And if we go and do some research on that culture, we probably don't want to stay like that. So if we say that and we can embrace that, then maybe we might be able to embrace one of the most important stories that came from the Roman era. That was when we said, oh my goodness, we just crucified the Savior. We just put a man up here with two people who didn't belong, as in we decided a thief wasn't good enough, a robber wasn't good enough, or whatever the man was sitting next to him. I don't necessarily remember this completely. But we put him up there next to these people that were awful, and by the end of it, he'd have made friends with one, he'd have offered something to both. He hasn't yelled, screamed, or cursed at anyone, except the only person he wants to yell or scream at is that one person himself when he's questioning why he's doing this because it just got to be a little bit too much. And that's what I love about that story too. Jesus did not die perfectly nor quietly. He quote unquote made a mistake. He complained. What? He was human. What did I do yesterday, guys? I complained all day long. Oh, I was being human. And I was mad at myself for being human. And I was like, why are you doing this thing called humanity where you want to be a human being and you want to get mad about things you shouldn't be getting mad about? And then I had to laugh at myself and I said, oh, ha there you go, girl. Even Jesus. That's why you have to be able to say Jesus. Because Jesus is going to be the one that's going to be able to make some sense of some sensical or some nonsensical situations. <laughs> some serious hysterical things where words get switched around and people start hearing things you didn't say and all of a sudden you're just rolling down a roller coaster wrong yeah that's Jesus that's why you need him because he even screamed father why have you forsaken me but then he remembered something there's no such thing as being forsaken by your father yeah okay you might have some type of physical father that's not there or maybe even a physical mother that never came but this universe is looking out for you because somehow and you have to say this to yourself if i got no mama and no daddy and i made it here wow just how about giving yourself that's why my sister goes show yourself compassion jesus is saying it too speak your truth and then show yourself some compassion Allow yourself to realize that, yeah, you might just be on somebody else's cross. Ooh, yeah, I said it. Rihanna moment. You might be on someone else's cross. It might not really be your cross to bear that you're carrying around, but because you won't get in the mirror like me yesterday and address what's really happening, what's my deepest fear, what am I really upset about? Oh, okay. I love my son AJ's dad, but guess what? He has to do so that I can sit here and do podcasts and I can sit here and be a stay-at-home mom and I can sit here and live the life I want to live and pursue my dreams. He has to sacrifice. And that means he has to work. So that means while he's working all the time, there are times where my son don't get to see his dad and he gets upset about that. And I'm upset too because we all want to sit in my husband's face. He's the best person in the world to me. There's not one person I'd rather spend more time with than him. Now, I got my my number twos list of all my friends and family that I'd love to hang around or talk to or chat with when my husband isn't around. But if I'm being honest, y'all, like, 
I love y'all and I want to see and connect and talk with y'all too. But number one, most of the time, the person I want to spend the majority of my life with and my time with is the person that I'm (laughs) here on this planet to be with. Because that's the person that reminds me to be Jesus. As in, not to literally be him, but to allow myself to be human and to allow myself to be called to a higher purpose and to understand that sometimes you might feel like you're being crucified on the altar of love. But guess what? You're not being crucified on the altar of love. You might be feeling like you're doing that, but really what you're doing is you're being challenged to get to a point where you can make an offer of love that's pure and genuine. And so, yeah, back to that. Get to a point in the mirror where you say, okay, maybe Jesus is the answer. As in, he's an example I can follow. That's an example that I can trust. An example that lives among darkness. An example that gets tempted by many things, but in the end remains human. Makes a mistake, but fulfills their purpose with the dignity and grace of royalty. And so you start off by saying that I am royalty and believe in that. And then everything that comes out of your mouth after that, mm, see where it goes. Until you get to a place where you can say, I'm royalty. I do not have to get on nobody's cross today, but I can make an offer of love. And I can do it to any peasant, just like the queen can get down from her carriage and give food and give water and run her society still and not worry about, well, I can't solve it for this peasant, but also not worry about, Mm, I'm failing as a queen because there are people failing around me. Or also not worry about, am I going to be safe getting off this carriage? Because, oops, I'm about to get back to it again. There's some people that I care about that are sitting on the side of the road. And I know a lot of people that I love that care about these people. But they don't care about these people enough to to become royalty to get into the mirror and address whatever fears they have about looking at homeless people on the side of the road that look like them and to say, you know what? I am able to walk among my own people and I am able to find help for them instead of telling stories about how, ha, 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 somebody asked me for help and I did this or I said that and I had this clever little comeback. No, I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. If you come in my face and you tell me about that, I'm not going to be disappointed in you. I'm going to be disappointed in the fact that human beings are looking at other human beings suffering and thinking it is okay. And I'm going to ask myself, what can I do about that? And so, again, <laughs> last time, guys, this is the final call. Final call for alcohol. As in, if you got some zits to take care of today, do it because you feel like it, not because someone said it. <laughs> And my sister would probably tell you not to use alcohol because it's too strong on your face. But I don't know about that life as in she's the one who knows all about health care and skin care. So holler at me on Facebook. You can find me Luna Moon or on my Snapchat. And if you're really worried about um, what you can do instead of putting alcohol to burn your face and burn your skin and make it dry and dry it out and cause your pores to be unhealthy from utilizing alcohol to get rid of some of those blemishes, I will ask my sister about it. She'll be like, well, it depends on their skin type. And some, I love listening to her. She knows everything about this stuff. Girl, please get rich. Not because money matters, but because you are the stuff and someone needs your message. I'm probably going to be the one to be like, come on, let's do it. You show me the recipes. We put your name on these labels. Let's get this distributed. I ain't taking a percentage. My percentage can be free products for the rest of my life. (laughs) 
I'm about to hit her with that. Let's see what she says. She's always open to something new and awesome. I bet you she'll be like, okay. Or she'll be like, well, here's what I think. Because she's like that. She's awesome like that. So anyways, here I go talking about my awesome people. And see how my day is great already? Look, guys, I am laughing. I am smiling. I am feeling the light of love in my life. And I'm ready to read the book that I checked out at the library today. I'll come back and talk about this book. Because I'm putting new stuff into my database. I actually um, saw Mein Kampf. My husband has a copy of Mein Kampf. I've been talking about Hitler and Hitler's a lot, right? Hitler's and Hitler, hitters and Romans and whatever. Um, the book is worth quite a bit of money. Me and my husband, we are literary freaks, so we get our hands on beautiful things all the time. I'm not going to say Mein Kampf is the book that he's looking to sell, but he has a book that's of war and destruction. And the book that he has that's of war and destruction, um, he and I have talked about it. And we've talked about should he sell it and get the money for it. It's worth a few a few racks. And I've also talked about I don't know how I feel about having that type of literature around me anymore. And it's not because I don't still love a good gory story, good glory. I will always be the queen of guts and glory. I really will. I love that stuff. But at the same time... When I start thinking literally about the fact that, that that freaking book touched the hands of a madman, he infected almost the entire world, it kind of gets scary to be like, that's in my house. I don't really want that type of shit in my space because holy Toledo, Magneto, the same kind of light and inspiration that Hitler has is a light and inspiration that people get when they want to change and when they get upset about something. And if you don't guard your mind and you're not careful, your message gets perverted by other messages even when you read the book hitler's book and historians do a lot of research on this a lot of the stuff that came out of that book was stuff that hitler got from very angry very upset people that were pissed off about shit and what happens when you're pissed off about something and you get with some other people that are pissed off about something oh no here we go with that group thing here we go again sitting in that room with seven people waiting on the eighth man to say that the line is shorter than all the other lines while everybody else is saying something different and then if that one man does say something we're waiting to see if he's going to get crucified or ostracized well there's one of my favorite pictures and i'm actually going to look for it and i'm going to post it onto my facebook so anybody that wants to see it go on ahead onto my facebook that's luna moon i don't think i'll be hard to find right now i'm not very active on social media honestly i just have started the page so that i can be able to correlate some of the stuff that i talk about so that those who are interested in seeing that can go. So I made it public too. So you didn't even have to go and be my friends. You didn't even have to claim this lunatic called Luna. My mom said, didn't the word Luna come from lunatic? And I was like, no, actually, the word Luna came from the word lunar. As in Latin lunar system, that everything is all connected. The stars, the galaxy, the universe. And they named Luna a moon because the moon is a part of the lunar system, the most important part actually. Some may even argue that the moon might be a little bit more important than the sun, not because it's more important than the sun, but because it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is what sets the balance on this planet. It's what tells the sun how long it's able to shine. It's what tells the sun how much it should be going, how, how much heat should we put onto the planet. That's what the moon does. The moon regulates shit. So that's why I'm Luna. Well, that's some of the reasons. See how y'all listen to me and get all these cool little gems and jewels? Anyway, so um, 
I think my kid is still actually asleep. He just kind of made some noise. He probably noticed that I got out of bed. I do love to sleep with my baby boy. But, um, and literally, he's a baby. I don't mean it like that. Don't be nasty, you guys. <laughs> Seriously, it's sad that you have to say that. And that is not funny. But I had to say it because I was like, oh, man, the fact that I have to say this is funny because this is never anything that anyone that I know or am associated with would ever do is hurt a child. But guess what? There are people out there that like to pick on kids because kids are innocent and voiceless. As a matter of fact, me and my mom were talking about it the other day. She got so upset because I was saying how another one of the biggest things that I want to do right now is learn how to work with special needs children. Because I think that they call them special needs because that's just a word that they say. But when you think about it, these children have brains that are so amazing and so smart. I have a little cousin who actually has autism. And the other day, I was having one of my own moments where I get into these stages and I can just ramble fast. And I mean, it's the kind of fast that scares people. Like, they'll go, you're talking too fast. There's no such thing as that. Period. Ask me if there's a such thing as a mental illness and I'll say, nope, it's a doing some me problem. DSM as in doing some me. I did some me and somebody didn't understand it. So what? Remove yourself from people who don't understand you. Because if you don't, then what's going to happen is they're going to try to enslave and enchain you. And you know, I can't talk slow like everybody else. That's not meant for me. It was meant for me to talk faster and to move faster because in the time that it's taken somebody else to say a sentence, I've already reached a conclusion, went on to another research topic, and started in on a new book, and I'm probably about three and a half to four pages in, if not 20. That's how my brain was meant to go. And that's a good thing for my brain because it likes to do that and it's able and capable. And guess what? Other people, whatever their brains do, their brains are awesome as well. And their brains are able and capable as well. And if they want to get new skills, like spitting stuff really fast, being a Jay-Z who can get on a microphone. See, now I know why Jay-Z can get on a mic and do what I just did. He can get on a mic. He can spit it like this. He can spit it like that. He can spit it in your face. And he can spit it about your ass. He can say what he needs to. And he can say it real slow. And if he wants to go like twist it and say it like this, like I'm going to make you guys think about some shit real quick. About some shit that you never thought you could think about. About how in the fuck is this girl doing this when she's She's not even barely opening up her mouth. How in the hell is it 6 a.m. and she's spitting and she's not even a rapper? And I'm like, dude, I've been a rapper, I've been a trapper, I've been whatever I needed to be. And I'm not saying it on this so that I can get on TV. I'm saying it on this so that I can say to you, you can do whatever the fuck that you want to do. You can be that person that wants to use terrible words. You can be that person that wants to say, I'm tired of what I've heard. I'm tired of hearing things that make me sad. I'm tired of hearing things about making me mad. You can put a beat on this track. You can put the track back and you can put the track on a track and you can put it on a track backpack. But if you don't do all of that and you just sit down and you say, damn, I got to start with this Mac as in M-A-C, not the Mac computer. The Mac called me, me, the Mac. Yeah, me, the Mac. Yeah, me, the Mac in the mirror talking back. I got to start with that person. See what I'm saying? And I can stop my rhyme anytime. But that is the thing. You can get on a beat and you can do that when you know, or you can get on to white noise like I'm doing right now and do that. Why? Because you know who you are and you know your message. And when you know who you are and you know your message, you can make a billion albums, you can sell a million of them or even more. And you can say, I'm trying to give you free game. Yes, it's $9.99 because this is what they said I had to charge you for it. But I'm trying to free your mind. Stop being caught up on my story. Stop getting caught up on my wife. Stop getting caught up on the mistakes we may have made as a couple. And start recognizing what we've been able to accomplish by freeing ourselves as people. So, 
if you need Jay-Z to be your Jesus, then I guess use him. Like me, I'm going to use Jesus as the example. Why? Because Jesus never made the mistake of getting too arrogant. And Jesus never made the mistake of getting too great. And even when Jesus was getting crucified, he didn't look down at all the idiot idiots. See, I like to say stuff like that. Use words. Instead of saying people are idiots, I'm going to call them idiots. Stuck in idiot. As in they don't get it. And they're going to keep doing it. They're going to continue to crucify people. They're going to continue to harm others. They're going to continue to do whatever they're doing because just know it's working for them. But it wasn't working for Jesus. And instead of looking down at that cross and yelling at everybody, he looked up and he yelled at the universe. And he said, why have you forsaken me? And when he said that to the universe, as in did that mirror check, not the check on the ground, why have you forsaken me? He got the message that he needed to go in peace. And so that's what I'm saying, guys. Take this 40-minute or 30-minute or 10-minute or 5-minute or however many-minute message that you find from me and realize what I'm trying to offer is peace. Love, peace, and kindness because that is what the world needs. Like that song I need, love. Like, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Well, that's the only thing that there's just too little love go find that song i don't have the license so i can't sit and sing the whole thing to you guys and i don't want to get sued because that's what everybody does these days instead of saying wow i inspired someone to love wow i inspired someone to get up this morning and do something different it's like oh somebody didn't pay me for my music rights slap slice as in stop this splice that slice this and slice that I'm going to kill everybody who decides that they're going to use something that I made because I had to work hard for this and make money for it. Nope. Guess what, guys? I want to sing to the world. I want to rap for the world. And I don't want anyone to pay me. If you want me to come and rap and sing at your event, then I'll do it. If you want me to come and have an inspirational message, then I'll do it. If you want me to come to the homeless shelter near you, then I'll do it. If you want me to come to the homeless tent encampment around you, then I'll do it. And I'll bring whatever someone gave me to give to somebody else. That means that I'll get on a plane, I'll go have lunch, I'll go hang out, but I will not take money for a damn thing. Why? Because money for my gift is a perversion of my gift. If I take money for my gift, then that means instead of me doing what I want, instead of me singing how I want to sing, instead of me being happy like I want to be happy, I'm sitting around worrying about somebody in a suit telling me what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say, how I can say it and when I have to say it. No, you can't have me. Like Prince did, he changed. He changed his name. They said you can't have what we, what you came for. You can't have this. You can't have that. What did he say? Okay, well, fuck you. I'll just turn my name into a sex symbol. I don't care about this name. I'll be the sex symbol. I'm already the shit. And you know what's funny? Prince grew up across the street from me. He really did. I wasn't even born yet. But um, <laughs> that's the way the universe works. It connects things in time. Isn't that funny? My family has uh, serious musical connections. And they've done this for many, many years. My uncle, Andre Simone, and Jody Watley and all these people got together back in the day when uh, Minnesota was just Mongol, Mongol, moguls for music. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, all these amazing people were sitting right here doing stuff and making stuff. And across the street in the North Minneapolis hood from me, 
I have a grandmother that that's where it started. When she died, you know, he actually bought her headstone because he was there, or great-grandmother. He was there in her house making music with her kids. And that music, you know, he went on to do other bigger and greater and amazing things. And I, I appreciate the fact that he never let anyone hold him back from that. Well, however it came, you know, whatever was left behind, one thing that I saw from that was this person was not going to be held back by a system. He was not going to stop involving himself in his community because he got famous. And he wasn't going to say, I'm too good to be humble or I'm too good to be myself or I'm too good to be any of these things. He just did his life. You know what I'm saying? And then he fought for what was right, even though he knew it was going to cost him. Do you really think Sony was going to give him the rights to his music back? I mean, honestly. Here we go. My life has already started today. I'm getting my messages. Ooh, I wonder which message this is. Probably another inspirational message from someone inspira- inspirational. One of my inspirational daily guide things. Because, yeah, I do calm. I do daily affirmations. Guys, and I, I do chakra health. And I'm saying you guys should do something that gives you that healthy peace of mind so that you can be where you want. So, anyways, getting back to it. The prince who is royal. The Jay-Z, who is top of the line in that 5% nation, and the Jesus Christ. Let's look at some of these celebrities and some of these superstars and ask ourselves, how are they getting to that place? Trust me, if they're going to stay and sustain themselves, they're getting in the mirror every day. And they're questioning the questions that others are going to ask, but not the questions that others are going to ask, the other parts of themselves. What am I doing with myself? Do I like what's happening with me? Don't lose that because people will separate you from your own voice with a bunch of feedback and honestly, it'll just turn into a bunch of noise and then you'll forget to be Jesus-like. You'll forget how to look down from your cross of crucifixion and say, no, I'm not being crucified right now. This is an offer of love that I made. Universe, it feels like I'm getting forsaken. What do I need to do? And that's what should have happened to me yesterday. And when that finally happened to me yesterday, the floodgate, the floodgates, opened in my mind once again and I said to myself guess what I get to be human and I get to make mistakes but it's not going to be about my mistakes it's going to be about what I do when I come off that cross and I start making an offer of love to fellow human beings can I follow through on that offer of love even though it might feel like I'm getting crucified sometimes Hmm. well my answer to that is yes I can and I hope you can too so maybe it does start with Jesus today Every single time I get mad, I'll be like, Jesus, because <laughs> it works. So find you something that works. That's my point here. Whether it be angels, whether it be sinners, whether it be whatever it's going to be, celebrities, just make sure that what you do with yourself is you start in that mirror. It's, at least that's what I'm advising. Because I can't be a therapist to anybody, but you know what you can be? You can be your own therapist. You can start in the mirror. Because if you go go get in that mirror and say, I can't come out of here, it's not working out, then you can get the right kind of help to help you, to help you get out of that bathroom or wherever you look in your mirror at, to help you get out of that place and to get back into a space and a place where you get to be a human being and you get to love the life that you're living and you get to live a life that you love. Because that's all I want to do. Love the life that I'm living, live the life that I love, and do it with people that matter. So yeah, there I am and there that goes. 46 something minutes of me. Hope you guys got something out of that. I know I did. I'll holler. Blue and the moon. Over and out.